0: The following is paid programming brought to you by WT Wealth Management. Nothing we discuss should be considered as investment advice. This conversation is for informational purposes only. Please do your own research and speak to an investment advisor or financial planner before making any investment decisions. Welcome to Intelligent Investing with Glenn Least. I'm your host, Jeff Orvitz. And this week, we're going to get into details about life insurance. We'll talk about whole life as well as cash value life insurance. Glenn Least is a senior investment advisor with WT Wealth Management, and Aaron Lockwood is back with us again. Uh, Aaron's an insurance specialist who works with Glenn. Uh, and of course, you can learn more about Glenn by going to WTWealthManagement.com or by calling 928-225-2474. And uh, Glenn, uh, another busy week here, and we're yeah. getting back to the topic of uh, insurance. And you brought Aaron with yeah. us yeah. with you as well.
1: Yeah, and we're continuing this week in this segment talking specifically about some more popular types of life insurance policies. In particular, we're going to focus on whole life and or cash value life insurance. I feel like there's a lot of misinformation out there, so we want to really just make sure that we're properly educating our clients about the potential uses and how this might be a good fit, and maybe why it's not a good fit, so that way they can make the best educate decision for what type of insurance is best for them. So so yeah, so we're, let's get right, yeah, into, let's get let's get right into it. Yeah, let's get right to
0: it. Yeah, so we'll start with that. We'll start with whole cash uh, value life insurance policies, and I'll let you guys take it away because yeah. I think a lot of people listening are probably like me and like, what is that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whole life insurance, it, the best way to think about that is it's coverage that lasts for your whole life. Uh, meaning if you got qualified today, uh, you're not having to worry about requalifying sometime down in the future, whereas other types of policies only go for a certain period of time or a certain terms, so like term insurance may be five or 10 or sometimes as many as 30 years, whereas a whole life is designed to last for your entire life lifetime of life insurance coverage. Now there is, some um, benefits and drawbacks to that. So that's what we're going to talk about next. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. And usually with the whole life, uh, because it lasts longer, um, for your whole life, the premiums are usually higher, um, with those types of policies, they start higher, but then they don't increase as time goes on. Um, so that is kind of how those policies design is upfront. It's, you know, a little bit more, actually quite a bit more per month, but then when you're in your sixties or seventies, you're still paying that same amount. Whereas with term, insurance. They'll be very cheap while you're young, but then as you get older, they start to get very, very expensive. In fact, sometimes unaffordable. Cranking ages. Up. Yeah. yeah,
2: Exactly. And the other part of that is it builds the cash value, which term life insurance does not have any cash value. Mm-hmm. So there's no stock stock market risk, but there is you know some kind of fixed growth associated with that cash value. Right now it's pretty low. It's like 1%, but in the past it's been as high as 4 So a lot of people use that as part of their retirement planning.
1: So really there's, there's two different components of the whole life. If you think about it, there is the life insurance coverage portion of it. And then there's what Aaron's alluding to, which is the cash value. Um, so think about that when you think about the policies, those two distinct components. So yeah, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about how that cash value works.
0: Yeah. And, and, um, What's the yield? So you, usually it's tied to a, a, some sort of benchmark. So what what what's the yield on that? How much? Uh, I And I guess what is it, we're talking interest? You're talking the amount you make on what's in there.
2: Yeah, and like I said, it it kind of changes, and typically insurance will see how the the previous year is done. Um, so right now the market's not doing so great. So it's you're not going to get more than one percent. But when you think about it, it's better than in the bank. So it's still having some kind of growth and. In the past, like I said, it's been as high as, I think, 4%, and I'm sure that's changed over time.
1: Yeah, and so to add on to that, so when you look at the cash value, kind of the dynamics of how that works, is whatever the cost of the insurance is, um, anything that you're paying that goes above and beyond the cost of insurance as far as your premium. So let's make math easy. Say you're paying $10 a month, which is just a... you know made-up number, um, say the cost of insurance is $8 a month and you're paying 10 well, that extra $2 a month would be going into the cash value portion of it. And so um, if you pay only $8 a month, then obviously your cash value is not building up. But if you're paying, say, $20 a month and your cost of insurance is only 8 then that remainder amount goes into the cash value. So it's a separate account um, that is tied to... The, so the, the insurance company basically invests in government bonds. And so the a lot of times the yields on the cash value is determined by whatever the current 10-year treasury is, uh, or 20 or 30 years. So they're usually fairly low, but the, a lot of times they're very, very safe and guaranteed. So to Aaron's point, the, the cash value is not designed necessarily to uh, keep pace inflation or beat the stock market or get you know crazy returns. It's just tied to uh, a treasury yields. So um, that's the other component of it.
0: Let me ask you this. And and we're talking with Glenn Least and, and Aaron Lockwood, who's an insurance specialist. Um, and I'm not sure which one of you want to answer this one, but... Um, when you're talking whole and cash value life insurance policies, uh, one of the things you mentioned is you don't have to requalify, correct? Yeah. Over time, so so talk talk about that. So there's no way they can. Mm-hmm. Pull it? Yep, yep, okay. yep.
1: So, okay, so let's, let's paint a, pic, a picture here. So say you have a term life insurance, right? It's, it's p- for a period of time. And say you get a 10-year term and you get qualified at say 35. So when you turn 45, you would have to re-qualify health-wise. And say during that time, you developed high cholesterol, high blood pressure, you had some sort of health condition, uh, you're gonna have to re-qualify and that's gonna be taken into account. And once that period of time is up, they're gonna basically increase your premiums. Now, while that 10-year period is, you know, uh, in place, they can't change your premiums then on you. So, but once you it expires, and you have to renew. Then it will. So that's how term works. But whole life, once you get qualified, you're qualified for life. So, um, you know, you could be 35 and be in great health, and then you know a year later decide to you know not take care of yourself and be in bad health and decide to do dangerous activities and do all sorts of stuff that puts you at higher risk. And they really can't ever change your your premium or your your costs of insurance of coverage. So that is definitely a benefit. And the, the thing that I, you know, I think Aaron's got a great example of this is that we really don't know what our health is going to be five and 10 years down the road. We all think we're invincible when we're young and then stuff happens in life. So that is a nice thing to have um, a guaranteed you know, for life coverage, but it also comes at a, a higher cost. So those are just things that we have to
0: weigh out. We were invincible, invincible though. Oh yeah. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and the problem is is most people don't think about life insurance until, you know, they have
0: Correct, some yeah.
2: kind of issue or some kind of asset and that and things kind of pop up. Well
0: then I can just go and get it, right? Right. At no. that point. Oh, okay. No.
2: Well, and it's gonna come at a higher cost. And you know, when we're in our twenties and thirties, everybody's buying homes later, they're starting their lives later. And that's when you can really get that insurance for cheaper. Yeah. Um. And I just wanted to touch on a point that Glenn said. So with term, if you let the policy lapse, then you have to requalify. Correct. But if if it's near the end of your term, they allow you a grace period to um, re-sign up for it. So at that next age is when you sign up for it. So you actually could have a different health change. But as long as you're keeping that policy consistent and say, hey, I want to do it another 10 years – at age forty-five, then you're going to pay, you know, fifty dollars, twenty dollars more a month, whatever it is, based on your age. Um, and then, like he was saying, with whole life, it's covered for your whole life, so it doesn't even matter your your term or your um, premium is going to be consistent through that whole time. And as long as you get the right policy, eventually you you won't be paying anything because that cash value builds, and if you get the right policy say you're 60 you know it's going to be kind of paying for itself at that point in time you'll have your dividend payments um that will cover that cost and you know we'll get into it in a minute but there's other life insurance that can have a higher cash value yield potential based on um the type of insurance but you, you
0: can't have. let it lapse because then you would start over again with with exactly,
2: the whole exactly exactly
0: okay. all right All right. We are talking with uh, Glenn Least and we're also talking with Aaron Lockwood, who is an insurance specialist. And remember, you can learn more about Glenn. He's ready to take your call anytime. Uh, You can give him a call at 928-225-2474 or you can go to WTWealthManagement.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Intelligent Investing with Glenn Least. We also have Aaron Lockwood with us this week, who is an insurance specialist who works with Glenn, uh, talking about whole cash value life insurance policies. And uh, just to reiterate, and uh, I'll start with, uh, well, you guys, you guys decide which one's best to, to take up on this, but the cash value accumulation. Yep. Uh, talk about that real quick again, how that accumulates over time.
1: Yeah, so again, like we talked about in the previous uh, spot, it's anything above and beyond the premium that goes into the cash value, and that builds over time. And then as your cash value builds up, uh, you know maybe it's paying a you know a, a certain yield each year. Um, you also have a couple different ways of accessing that as time goes on. And so uh, really, there's two main ways of accessing the cash um, you know throughout the policy. One is you can just do a distribution, say hey, I want to take the cash out of the policy. And the other option is to do what's called a loan. So you can loan against the money and then pull it out. And then you have to obviously repay it back at an interest rate. So there's a couple different options. Um, I've seen a lot of people do the loan portion of it and not really fully understand it. And then they let a loan stay in place for, you know, way too long without ever repaying it. And it can have some negative consequences with the, the interest. So those are really the two ways to get access to the cash uh, in a cash value policy.
2: Yeah. And taking that one step further to understand how the loan works. It has tax advantages. So if you were to take your f- over 59 and a half and you're going to take out money from your 401k, you're going to be penalized through taxes. Well, with this loan, say you have a 4% loan, it doesn't actually subtract the cash value in your policy. So say you have 10000 in, in the cash value and you take out a $2,000 loan at, say, 4%, you're going to still have that growth on your cash value at the end of the year and, and eventually you have to pay that back. But when you consider $2,000 with, say, you're in a 24% tax bracket versus a 4% loan, this is kind of how the wealthy, you know, bank on themselves.
0: And, and remember, seek professional tax advice Correct. as exactly.
1: always. <laughs> yes. And that's where I think a lot of people with the, the, some of these cash value policies, it's just our, our main job is to educate. You know, we're not saying this is the best fit for someone or not a good fit. We have to understand our clients and understand, but I like to present them with you know, all the different options. And what, as I get to know my clients, I can say, okay, I think this is the best option for you based on your budget. You know, maybe we should go with cheap term for a while, or maybe someone says, you know, I really need to get some permanent coverage. And I like some of these options. You know, we can you know, explore that option as well well. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think sometimes the, the insurance industry has gotten themselves into a little bit of trouble of just doing a one size fits all because they just want to put them in the one policy. Cause it, you know, is a bigger premium and bigger commission for the insurance agent. So they just, everyone should have this policy without actually looking at the individual circumstances. So that's as fiduciaries, we're always going to look at it and say, what is in the best interest of the client?
0: All right. Let's, let's talk um, another topic here, living benefits and, and riders as well. And if you have any questions for Glenn or Aaron, Give them a call at 928-225-2474 or you go to WTWealthManagement.com. Okay, living benefits. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, so we talked about the different components of a, a, a policy. We've got the the life insurance coverage. You know, We've got the cash value coverage. And then we also have a third component, which is really the living benefits. Those are benefits that are available in these uh, these policies over time and there's really quite a few of them but most of them have to deal with uh either being disabled or having a an illness and so I'll kind of quickly cover some of these and then we'll go into detail but uh, a lot of the policies some of them are just built in that this is automatically part of the policy uh one of them's called waiver of premium for disability so if you're working and you get disabled and you can no longer work uh and you're qualified as you know permanently disabled the policy will pay its premium for you till a certain age And so that's kind of nice, because especially if you get set up with a term policy or a whole life and you're trying to ensure your family's interest and then you can't work anymore. And, uh, you know, that's an important thing to be able to know that your policy is going to be able to be paid, you know, for your through retirement. So that's waiver premium for disability. Another one is you may have heard this called accidental death and dismemberment. Those are kind of like optional things you can add on the policy. You're, you're chuckling. Yeah, it's like if you yeah, get... You
0: hear dismemberment. Yeah, like, hmm.
1: it, it's basically if you die in a certain fashion, it pays out a little, extra, little bonus amount, which is, you know, if you die of a heart attack, it's okay, maybe it's just the regular death benefit. But if you die in a, you know, a, an accident where you get dismembered, you know, they will pay you out an extra bonus amount. Um, those ones aren't as common, but it is something that some of the older policies can add on. Um, but they call it accidental death and dismemberment. And there's a couple other ones that I want Aaron to cover here uh, with some of the other writers.
2: Yeah. So nowadays, I think insurance companies are becoming super competitive and they'll include these. And I like to say, you know, you don't have to die to benefit anymore. So certain ones that are included now in a lot of companies are terminal illness rider. So basically, if your doctor says you have a certain amount of time to live, um, some it's nine months, some 12, some two years, which is great then you'll be able to access up to all of your death benefit.
1: And a good example is I actually did have a client that that happened to, uh, was diagnosed with a terminal illness and he did have a life insurance policy and was able to use those benefits and Sweet. basically was able to distribute out the funds to his kids and, uh, you know, kind of see what he wanted to have happen before he passed on. So, um, and it happened so quick too. It was like, you knew the guy and then all of a sudden he got sick and then he had terminal illness and then, you know, we were, you know, kind of helping set up stuff up for the kiddos and then he was gone. But, so that was kind of, you know, a, a, is a horrible situation, but this was a a really kind of an interesting benefit that was available to him in his life insurance policy, and that's you know just happened a couple of years ago. So
2: yeah, yeah, and people feel invincible, um, and we're not. And another one is critical illness, and the, um, that's basically a stroke or a heart attack. It de- kind of depends on what um what the people are, are going through, but okay. you'll also access a, a portion of your, your death benefit. And that's included in some of the policies.
0: What about chronic um, illness?
2: Chronic. So if you can't feed yourself, dress yourself, bathe yourself, two of the activities of daily living, there's six of them. Then um, again, it will pay you a portion of your, your death benefit while you're still living. And it, it doesn't, you know, deplete the policy unless you, you want to.
1: Yeah. And I think the last one that we haven't covered yet is long-term care writer. Um, yeah, that one.
2: That one isn't as common that I see. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's not typically significant enough to co- cover the cost. Long-term care is I mean, it's 8,000 a month and upwards, depending on where you live right now. So it's good to have as a supplement. Um,
0: Is that like assisted living care places, things like that? It
2: depends. I mean, that one could have a whole conversation on itself.
1: Yeah. And all these writers, usually there's an extra cost associated with adding each one in. It's kind of like when you go to the... I was at the the nectar smoothie shop the other day. The place is delicious, and they go, "Sir, would you like to add in?" Protein? I didn't even know would there was like a, to... a nectar smoothie shop. Oh before. yeah, it's right where the rue 21 used to be okay. in Flagstaff, and uh, they're like, "Okay, you got your smoothie, but would you like to add in protein?" I was like, "Yes," I like, mm. added it in. Would you like to add, you know, energy shot? Yes. Would you like to add in immunity? <laughs> I was like, "Yes." Yeah. So I was like checking all the boxes. You're like an eighty
0: three dollar drink, yeah, the like. Yeah, so it's kind of like I
1: put all these add ons in. And the insurance, the the, the insurance policy is kind of similar, where you've got your base pulse and then you kind of put a little bit of add ons it on it, if you will. And, each one has its own benefit and its own costs. And so it's important to know what each one of these riders are, what are their benefits, and is it right for me? Um, mm-hmm. There's some of them that just make sense regardless, right? Like I think the waiver premium is pretty much, you know, unless you have substantial assets where you can cover, you know, a disability, um, that probably makes sense. But then if you have enough assets to cover a disability, why would you be having life insurance too? So that one just in my mind is like, okay, that one's probably just a no brainer. But maybe like the accidental death and dismemberment, I'm like, well, yes, no. Uh, some of those chronic illnesses, those ones make a lot of sense. I mean, those yeah. ones are huge, um, but they all come at a cost too. And they're, they're usually pretty nominal, but, um, that is just something to consider that they do add into the cost. Of so policy. that's
0: where you come in when yeah. you call, uh, Aaron, yeah. that's your specialty is looking at and talking to people about the different, uh, the different, uh, well, what you call the them riders. Yeah. If I can use another word, add-ons, yeah. add-ons. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Probably not a well-used or term choosing, in the industry, but yeah. Yeah. choosing
2: the right insurance company. Cause some include the terminal illness and some don't. So, the ones that include it, it costs a little more. Like Glenn said, the ones that don't, you know, you can have that basic just life insurance policy. And that's why a conversation is important to figure that out.
0: Okay. Bottom line, uh, give a call or go to the website, wtwealthmanagement.com. Uh, or you can call 928-225-2474. Um, and we'll, we'll hit on even more next week, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Be- uh, next segment, we're gonna be talking about index universal life. Yeah. Um, and, and then one last parting thought on this is that, um, You know, a lot of times with life insurance, you know, one thing I've I've taken away, and we said this early in the conversation, is that when we're young, we really don't think about it, but that's the time to be wise. Cause you know, 20 year old Glenn couldn't fathom 40 year old Glenn, right? <laughs> but it happened, right? I'm almost 40 now. And so I think it's very wise for us to say, okay, eventually one day I may need this. And it's probably wise to take a look at getting something in place now, even if it's just a little bit, right? I say the same thing with people saving, you know, some people are like, Oh, I want to save a thousand dollars a month, uh, but I can't do anything right now. So I'm just not gonna do anything. It's like, well, maybe just do a hundred a month, just do something to get started. Same with the life insurance. Maybe you just get a cheap term just to get some basic coverage. And as time goes on, on. You look at, you know, increasing and adding into it. It's what I've done in my, my own situation too. So.
0: Absolutely. Well, if you want to talk with Glenn or Aaron, uh, give a call right now for a complimentary consultation at 928-225-2474. There's no obligation. 928-225-2474. We'll see you guys next week and, and we'll talk uh, indexed universal life insurance and, and we'll get heavier into insurance policies next week. All right. And remember, you can go to WTWealthManagement.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.